And good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. Just play by play coming to you live on this Wednesday. It is hump day. We are a couple days away from the weekend. Casey just clear here. We've got a lot to talk about today. We've got in 15 minutes, South Lafouche football coach and golf coach BJ Young, who will be talking to us about a little bit of both golf team preparing for state football team preparing for spring. So we'll talk with coach Young about that. At noon, we'll talk about the NBA playoffs and the Pels falling yesterday, now now down 2-3 in their best-of-seven series. Then we get Taylor Griffin on at 12-15. We'll talk about Tarpon baseball, uh, NBA, college, everything in between with Turtle. 12-30, we got our mailbag. 12-45, we got our betting picks. We were 2-1 and one yesterday. But we lead off with some scores from around the Louisiana High School Athletic Association state playoffs. We'll start in 4A because that's where we have the most local teams. North Vermilion, the number one seed, beats Westgate 20 to nothing. So they move on to the next round. They'll take on Eunice, the 17 seed, who upset DeRitter 3 to 1. Rain, the number nine seed, beats Franklin Parish 7 to 3. So they'll take on number eight, Tioga, who defeats number 25, Ellender 8 to nothing. We've got North DeSoto, the five seed, beats George Washington Carver 18 to 0. So they'll take on Brobridge, the 12 seed, who beats Salmon 5 to 1. A little bit of an upset here. The 20 seed, Cecilia, they upset number 13, Belchase, 7-6. So Cecilia moves on to the next round. They'll take on Northwood of Shreveport, who beats Lagrange, 19-0. Assumption, boy, are they good. We told you throughout the last several days how good they are. They move on to the next round. They beat New Orleans Military and Maritime, 15 nothing. They'll take on Pearl River in the next round. Pearl River beats Minden, 5-3. Franklinton, the 11 seed, defeats Livonia 11-1, to so they'll move on to the next round, play a best-of-three series with number 6 Lakeshore, who beats Beauchamp 11-2. Of course, on Monday, the only game in 4A was South Lafouche defeating Leesville 5-2. The Tarpons will now take on Warren Easton, who upset Karen Crow yesterday 5-3, so the Tarpons will take on Warren Easton. That'll be a rematch of an Easter Eve game between those same two teams in Galliano where the Tarpons got a 12-6 win. South Terrebonne's moving on to the next round. They defeat Plaquem in 3-0, so they'll now take on Neville, the number two seed, who beat Morgan City 15-5. So, Truck, the Tarpons get uh, their next opponent. is going to be a familiar opponent in the Warren Easton Ryan Eagles, a team that they faced on Easter Eve. And now best of three series down the bayou between the Tarpons and the Cinderella Warren Easton team. Well, the talk uh, behind the uh, dugout and the area I was watching uh, where we were standing was, if we beat Leesville, who are we going to see? And nobody wanted to see Karen Crow. Yeah. This, yeah. And because of unanswered <laughs> questions and knowing Karen Crow's a, a perennial uh, hot program. And Warren Easton, I think everybody felt a little more comfortable, but Warren Easton beat. Yep. Karen Crow, so yep. we have our hands full. You worry about the pitching depth with Warren Easton. They only had like 11 or 12 guys on their roster. They threw their ace on yesterday. How much pitching will be left available? They're a team that's been hit or miss when their big dude throws, and I say big dude literally because he's a big guy, their star pitcher. When he throws, they're tough. When he doesn't throw, you could usually score on them. Um, the Tarpons are going to have to be ready, and they're going to have to take advantage because, look, this is going to be a team that's going to be better than Leesville, who had you on the ropes on Monday. So right. they're going to have to start to play with a little more of that pizzazz. I think they'll be ready to go, though. I, they have to hit the ball, hit for base hits. You know, forget about defense. Hit, get on base, get some runners. Small ball, 
with a little medium taste. I'll, I'll take the doubles. I'll take the triples. I love the home runs, and I'm paying for the all change. <laughs> but the 3T all change home run with uh, Coastal Broadcasting. But I, I, I really think South Lafouche's power is base hitting and base running with, with a good defense. And that's what they did to Easton on Easter Eve. They got on base and they ran all over. They don't have a prolific catcher. If they get on base, they'll be able to steal and make things happen. South Terrebonne will be traveling to take on Neville. That's a two-versus-15 matchup. The winner of that series between South Lafouche and Easton will play the winner of that series between South Terrebonne and Neville. The Gators got in last year as kind of a quiet seed. No one thought much of them. They made it all the way to Sulphur. Now they're going on the road and taking on a powerful Neville team. I wouldn't be surprised if Coach Barba and his staff gave them all kinds of grief out in Monroe this weekend. They went to Shreveport, I think it is, in the Shreveport area last year, and we kept up with the scores. And, and what, they were up, Stan had said 6-2 uh, or whatever going into the seventh, and it became a hot game, but they prevailed to, to punch their ticket to, to Sulphur. So never underestimate a Gator team. No doubt. Assumption will be hosting Pearl River this weekend. The Mustangs are so prolific. That'll be a Friday-Saturday series. The Mustangs will be looking to punch that ticket into the quarterfinals. Coach Cadu and his crew are very good. And then here's the kicker with them. They're very young. They're probably a year ahead of schedule. They don't have a lot of seniors. Next year, that team's going to be amazing. But they're already amazing right now. Let's bring them down to earth <laughs> <laughs> this year. And let's worry about next year next year. But no, they they they're good. They're simply good, well coached, and some good players. In five A, we've got one local team moving on. That's the Destrehan Wildcats. They are the 17 seed. They beat Airline four to nothing in the opening round. Now you got to go play Barb, the, the baseball machine. That'll be a best of three out in Lake Charles. Barb and Destrehan. Barb beat Pineville five to one in the opening round. 5A is so loaded. Like you in 4A, they're a bunch of all. You know, this one was 15 to nothing. That one was 17 to two. 5A, the seeds didn't matter. These were all close competitive ball games. Number nine, Live Oak beats number 24, Covington, 4 to 3. Number eight, Santamont, run rules, Chalmette, 11 to 0. There was a run rule. Zachary beats Captain Shreve, 12 to 2. Parkway, the number 12 seed, beats HL Bourgeois, 11 to 7. Doggone it, I was hoping the Braves would get the win there. They go out to Shreveport, come up a little bit short. Number 13, Acadiana beats number 20, Denham Springs, 4 to 1 in a close ball game. How about this? Number four, Sulphur. It's a huge scare. They beat North Shore, the 29th seed, 2-1 to one yesterday oh. to move to the next round. Number three, Dutchtown beats number 30, Slidell, 9-1. to one. Number 14, Ponchatoula beats number 18, Benton, 2-1. to one. Number 11, Central Baton Rouge defeats number 22, Alexandria, 7-1. to one. Number six, Houghton beats Southside, 3-0 to zero in a 6-versus-27 matchup. Number seven, Sam Houston defeats number 26, Lafayette, 4-3. to three. They'll take on Rustin in the next round. Rustin defeats Mandeville in a 10-versus-23 matchup. 2-1, to one, Rustin prevails. A slight upset, number 18, Como defeats number 15, Walker, 7-5. to five, And they'll now take on West Monroe, the number two seed who beat Natchitoches Central, 5-0. to zero. So in 5A truck, a lot of the better-seeded teams won. But, boy, a lot of them got scared to high heaven. We had a lot of close 2-1, to 4-3 to type ball games. And now we move into the series with Destrehan being the lone local survivor. They've got to go play bar. I tell you what, the 5A district 
wasn't playing like they normally play. And obviously the stronger programs always prevail. But uh, look out next year. You're going to have sleepers that are going to wake up and and be some real players. Yeah, Thibodeau's going to be ready uh, next year. Central LaFouche is going to be ready. Terrebonne, a lot of the Bayou teams were very young, and they're now going to, I think, next year make that big step. Uh, We've got other local teams who are going to be in play. They just haven't started their series yet. As we said yesterday, Vanderbilt will be hosting Liberty over the weekend. That's a Friday-Saturday series. E.D. White will be hosting De La Salle. That's a Thursday-Friday-Saturday series uh, for the Cardinals. That first pitch tomorrow will be at 4 o'clock for Vanderbilt. The first pitch on Friday will be at 6 o'clock. Homa Christian in Division Three. They're in. They will be playing a, let's see, that's a Thursday-Saturday series. Two games Thursday, one game Saturday against Dunham. The game's tomorrow out in the city over in Dunham. That'll be 4 o'clock tomorrow and 6.30. And then Saturday, if necessary, will be 1 o'clock. And then we've got Division 4, where we've got CCA, who will be hosting St. Mary's. Covenant Christian will be playing at home on Southland Field. That is a, let's see, that is a Thursday-Friday series. So they play one Thursday, doubleheader Friday, if necessary. The first game tomorrow is at 6.30. Then the doubleheader would be 4 o'clock and then 6.30. So CCA will be trying to win two out of three and punch their ticket to the next round as well. A lot of local baseball still to be played, and I tell you what, if uh, this weekend, starting, what, Thursday through Saturday, go and enjoy high school baseball. Yeah, no doubt, and I've been awaiting an official time for these series between South Lafouche and Warren Easton. I have not yet received the times to those games. Uh, yeah, I'm hearing 6, 6.30. Yeah, yeah it'll you, you be Friday know. night, Saturday afternoon. Heck, just go spend the day Saturday at the ballpark truck. We've got all these amazing new baseball sponsors. Would you like to share some yeah, insight about I, I, these I, wonderful uh, folks? Yeah, we, uh, we, we beat the streets and uh, looking hopefully forward to uh, 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 a long extended uh, playoff. Uh, run and again you gotta win two out of three to even talk about the following week but uh uh senator big mike Fazy proudly sponsors uh south lafouche uh, tarpons and big mike says good tarpons sent uh, mike Fazy district 20 uh senator also uh miss uh, christine russell our district attorney wishing all the area teams good luck uh on a personal note, tune in to Kelly B talking to Bayou uh, once a month for the DA's report on on uh, talking to Bayou with Ken Friedlander. Matt Adams, Land and Property Management for all your construction needs. Call Matt at Adams Land and Property Management nine eight five six nine six sixty two eighty eight. Go Tarpons and Sheriff Craig Weber, Lafouche Parish Sheriff. Wishing our Tarpons good luck. A lot of job openings at the sheriff's office. Go fill out your job application at lpso.net. Uh, just like the Marines are looking for a few good men and women. <laughs> right. And, uh, of course, uh, State Senator Joe Oshron, District 54. Wishing our Tarpons all but the best. Go Tarpons. Good Earth. Uh, cattle company your local source local farm to table beef i like that 
Good Earth Cattle Company. And we'll be talking more about them as, as we go. And, of course, uh, Parish President uh, Archie Chasson, he does a monthly show on Talking to Bayou, and uh, he'll be talking about the cleanup that's constantly going on. And, and I tell you what, driving up and down the bayou compared to three or four months ago. Yep. There's still some sore sights, but, oh, my God, it was a devastated bayou. And also, we have a sponsor, Orm Bar and Grill. Do the cooking for you. Let them do it. Healthy uh, meal options in your uh, hometown? Call or order online at mbargrill.llc at gmail.com. Very good. And look, boss, we're rooting for the Tarpons in every inning, but we're especially rooting for the Tarpons in the fifth inning, right? Because we've got That's a fifth right. inning sponsor. We have uh, a fifth inning sponsor. We. Our salesperson didn't know which inning she should sell. I said, don't sell the first. Don't sell the seventh because you never know if you're in it or out. Ten-run rule, and she says, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) So that's a non-baseball person. But I said the fifth inning would probably be your ideal inning because if you go into the sixth, you, you might see just half of the seventh. Yeah, you're right. And you never know. So it's got to go five or four and a half. So the fifth inning brought to you by. Down the Bayou General Contractors demo and debris removal. Proudly supporting our South Lafouche Tarpons. They are our fifth inning sponsor. All right. Absolutely. It's- and again, we have our annual sponsors that we'll talk about later. Uh, Lady of the Sea, uh, Thibodeau uh, Regional, and several others. But they're all part of our annual uh, contracts. But uh these new sponsors thank and 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 solicit their their business go to their business places if you can and keep it home at all possible and if you're listening saying hey i want my business to be part of that give you guys a ring oh we're still selling this thing until Friday. that's right that's right the grill is wide open we have space for some more patties so uh come on down you can give us a call 798-7792 Andrea or Christy will uh, be answering the phones, and they'll be taking your food order. <laughs> it's it's our meal ticket, because hopefully we're going to have some some future expenses uh, going forward. Yeah, very good. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to go to BJ Young with South Lafouche football and golf. It's play by play. Coach BJ is about ready to rev into high gear with golf going to state, football going to spring. We'll talk with him in the next segment of the show. It's play by play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Cola, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. 
Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne building materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Let's go ahead and thank some of our sponsors for allowing us to be here today. Ashley Barry, our State Farm agent and cutoff, Southland Dodge and Homa, Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power's our middle name. Dufresne Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Rouse's Markets get Rouse's Louisiana Crawfish hot from the pot 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. seven days a week at Rouse's Markets Tastes Like Home. Buzz off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. And 3T Oil Change, home of the drive through oil change. And then also, last but not least, we've got the Blue Boot Rodeo who has come aboard. The Blue Boot Rodeo, let's read their liner here. Fourth annual Blue Boot Rodeo supporting the Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Foundation's mission is to educate everyone on water safety and drowning prevention in and around all bodies of water. This year's rodeo will be July 7th, 8th, and 9th on beautiful Grand Isle. Let's go to the phone lines. We have South Lafouche football coach and golf coach B.J. Young on the line. Coach Young, good morning, my friend. How are you? Good morning, man. I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great, buddy. Uh, Busy time, man. You guys are preparing for state golf or preparing for uh, spring football Let's start with golf. Where are things standing right now? Where are you guys sitting in your competition schedule? Yeah, man, busy time. You know, uh, exciting time. We are. We're actually out here right now at uh, Grand Ridge in Willowdale uh, for the regional golf tournament. Uh, so, so out here right now, currently, currently doing that. Uh, right now, we we playing pretty well. Um, you know, just got to keep it going. So how does it work for golf? You know, is it a situation where you have to finish in the top whatever? Or, like, how do you qualify for state? Yep. So they, what they do is they take the top four teams from uh, – there's two regional tournaments taking place um, yesterday and today. Uh, we, we're in region two, so they'll take the top four from each region uh, as a team that qualify. Uh, they take the – and then they'll take the top four individuals who aren't on a qualifying team – to state as well so um and that'll be from each region so you're looking at eight teams and uh eight individuals you know per per division uh for the for the golf state championships and that'll be held um uh, monday and tuesday ours is at the uh, form the alley which is in lafayette so 
um, hopefully we can we can get to that point again. We we qualified last year, so looking to qualify again. Okay, so give us a rundown. I don't know how up to date you know your score updates and everything are out there. Are the Tarpons currently in position to be in the top four? We we we, we playing well. Um, Holy Cross had four guys tee off in the first four groups, so they, they'll be pretty good. Um, but we 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 lost to uh, Edy White won the district last week, and we lost by twenty one strokes. So. If we can cut some strokes off, we have some guys um, shoot higher than they normally do. So if we can play well today, um, yeah, man, I, I think we can qualify. But, you know, the game is, is crazy, you know, from hole to hole, uh, from the front nine to the back nine. So um, everybody seems to be having a good time and, and uh, not getting frustrated. So that's good news. Very good. And look, man. Um, talk to me about that, okay? You know, like in football, if a team loses a game or whatever, you know, they'll be very hungry and, you know, be, be very focused in practice and the coaches will be, you know, reminding them constantly of, you know, hey, this is what happened. we got to avenge that. Golf's a little bit of a different deal, and I'm sure the kids are just as competitive and want to do great, but you also kind of want to maybe be a little nervous as not to remind them of the bad experience because golf is also a very mental game. How did you guys approach practice last week after coming up a little bit short in the district championships? Yeah, man, it's super, uh, super mental. You know, um, I try not to bring up uh, too many negative deals. It's, it's kind of always trying to play the next shot. You know, we we kind of take the same approach in football. You know, the, the heard somebody say that day, and it's a, it's a good, a good saying. You know, the the most important play is the next play. You know, so the most uh, important swing is the next swing. You know, so I just caught. Um, I think Gabe was four over going into his ninth hole. And he ended up shooting an eight, you know, so he was frustrated. And I just, I actually called him coming on the turn and just told him, you know, that those nine are over, you know, uh, you got to play these back nine and, and every stroke matters. You know, it could come down to, you know, that last stroke or a playoff hole. So, uh, you know, I watched him tee off on the 10th when he hit a good shot. So um, ho- hopefully he can, uh, you know, keep it going and let that last, that last hole, that ninth hole go and, and play these back, back nine and, and do well. So, um, yeah, man, as a golf coach, you're kind of just mostly trying to keep everybody's emotions in check. Um, you know, you try, I try not to tell them too, too much in the middle of the deal. Kind of just let them play their game. You know, that's what practice is for. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully we can keep it going. Good deal, man. Now let's talk some football. You guys are getting close to your spring date uh, where you guys are going to be opening up practices. Remind us again when that is and remind us, I guess, some of the things you guys are trying to, to do to get ready for that date. Yeah, we start we start May 9th. Um after school uh and our spring game will be the Thursday, I believe it's May 19th, and that'll be at six o'clock at Pan American, which is in City Park, which will be pretty neat for the kids. Uh, you know, uh it's kind of a unique venue. Um I've been there once or twice and it was pretty neat versus a good McDonald's thirty five team who who historically has a good program and they'll put some good athletes on the field. For us this spring man, it's really just getting back to basics. Uh, you know, got a lot of new faces so the fundamentals, you know, we'll have a lot of ending periods to uh, to try to get our kids, you know, fundamentally sound. Because uh, you, you might, you know, with a seasoned group like we had, you know, you say you say certain terms and they know what you're talking about. Whereas, you know, quarterback-wise, I say, you know, take a three-step drop in the hitch. You might look at me kind of like, well, I don't even know what that means, coach. You know, so um, getting back to the fundamentals uh, and, and trying to be technically sound uh, for the first week and and, and, and yeah, offensively, we kind of go with a three-day install plan. So uh, it's kind of like a newer, I guess, a newer way of doing things. You know, you install the whole offense in three days, and then 
Uh, you get another another install, you know, when you go back to day one install on the fourth day. So uh, you, spring-wise with the ten, nine practices and, and the ten, you're kind of getting a two, you know, you're installing separately twice. Um, I really enjoy it. I've been doing it for a few years because the kids, uh, you'll put that day one in and then day two builds off of that and then about three it's all in. And then when you go back to day one, you know, they kind of already got a brief, um, understanding of what's going on. So when you redo it, it's kind of like uh, you'll see the light switch go off a lot soon. It's kind of like, oh, I, I, I get it now. I get what he's saying, you know, because he didn't have a week of doing it already. So um, I feel like it's been very effective for us. Uh, defensively, you know, Coach Will uh, took the assumption job. You know, I told him that day, I wish you well, but I uh, hope we beat you about 21 too. <laughs> you know, so started laughing. But uh, defensively, we uh, promoted uh, Coach Bryce Gidry to the defensive coordinator. Uh, Bryce is going to do well, man. Young guy, really wants it. Um, move Scott Sanamo, who's a seasoned cornerback, a secondary coach. I think he coached the DBs for 15 years, you know, uh, before he took a little break. And then he's came help us with the receivers. He's done a great job. So we moved Coach Sanamo to the defensive backs to help and bring his knowledge um, of coverages and, and technique and stuff like that to, to that section. And then we moved uh, Coach Gouger to the linebackers to kind of take over Will's spot and uh, solidified a box. So, added Troy just cleared a coach to receivers. Troy played at ULL, played a receiver. Um, knows a lot of balls, so looking forward to him hopping on as well. And uh, Mr. Chuck Cross is going to come uh, help with the O-line. You know, old, old school guy, hard nose. Uh, the other day he came talking, talking about moving the line of scrimmage, you know, on their side of the ball. That's what I'm talking about, you know. Move the line of scrimmage. So, uh, got some new got some new faces and moving some, some things around, but uh, spring's going to be fun, man. That's what it's all about, figuring stuff out and Getting back to the bases. I agree. Yeah, that's exciting. And, and talk about you know the, the the coordinator change. And as you said a minute ago, Coach Will's moving on. You're going to bring Coach Bryce up to that spot. Um, I said on this show a couple of days ago. I think Bryce is going to do excellent. I think Bryce is going to be a head coach someday. You know, he he loves it. He cares so much. Um, talk about you know you, when you start you know a freshman or a sophomore in the varsity level, there are some growing pains. And the same with the young coach. He's going to make some mistakes. What are some things that? You guys are going to look for defensively to you know try to make sure that that, that you guys are ready coaching wise for for what's going to be coming up ahead. Right, you know we had a, we had a, a meeting or two um, within the last week. Uh, you know me, him, Coach Gallagher, George, Coach Santamo. Just you know we gotta uh, we got we gotta have an identity. You know and and uh, something that we can hang our hat on defensively. Where when stuff starts to go haywire or they throwing new formations at you, that we can run a base you know, and hop in that and kids can align and, you know, know what's going on. You know, if I got to set the edge, I know I'm setting the edge every, you know, in, in this set and this coverage. Um, so simplifying it, you know, and getting good at, getting good at what, what we do, what our, what our identity is going to be. Uh, and that was a main takeaway that I had from, you know, when you watch it all back from pre, you know, the previous year and you're taking notes of what you got to get better at. Um, and I told him, I said, look, man, it's a lot. You know, it is just, um, I think back to my first time, you know, I was out of college. I was in it for two years or whatever. I, man, I'm ready. I got this. This is high school. You know, this is this is easy. And then, uh, man, they, I got my butt kicked. You know, and uh, it's it's just a lot. And um, I had to start to lean on a lot of a lot of people, you know, to help you through that learning curve. Because when it's when it's you making the final call and it's not after the fact, it's different. Um, when you have to make it in that moment, and then and, and there's five thousand people watching. You know, it's it, it, it's different, man. And so. Um, good news is, like I told them, Sanimo's there to lean on. Uh, Coach Gouger's there to lean on, and I'm always there, you know, if, if he needs me as well. 
um, practice in game, but you know, you, now you're in charge of, you know, what, what, the, what, you, what you want the cornerbacks to do, what you think they need to work on, and communicating that for the, for their individual period to make sure that they getting what you need out of their individual period. So when they come to scale and team, that they're ready to go. You know, it's not just about your position anymore. And um, like I said, I think he's going to do great. You know, he uh, he was super excited. He was pumped. Um, he works. I'm gonna tell you this about Bryce, man. He works his butt off, and uh, he really cares about the kids. I think the kids are gonna play hard for him. Uh, they, they they like him, but they respect him in the same sense. And I think they're gonna play their, play hard. And I don't have to worry about if he's gonna be watching film or trying to put our kids in the best situation or having communication issues. You know. So uh, yeah, man. Look, like you like you say, Casey. You play a sophomore in the varsity. There's gonna be times where there's hiccups, and and look, there's gonna be hiccups and. I mean, I'm not a veteran by no means, but I still have hiccups. You know, I go back and watch tape on Saturday, and I want to fight myself. Like, what were you thinking? <laughs> you know, you just punt that ball right there and play defense. Uh, why would you, you know, run the ball with, with 15 seconds left of no time? I'll just throw the ball a quick game, and, you know, you can kill it. So, everybody, you watch it back, and you can always you, you feel like you can always do better. So, but, uh, man, look, we're in it together. You know, we talk about there's a hole in the boat. Nobody says nothing. We all sink. So, um, we're in it together, and we're going to keep pushing forward and, uh I think he's going to do great. Yeah, I agree. Um, talk about your your quarterback position. You know, you got a couple of guys who will be competing there. Or how much are you guys going to grade the spring in terms of deciding that outcome? Because I know you got a you know kid or two who may not be there because of you know other sports or whatever. Or is that going to be a situation that the summer is going to maybe carry a little bit more weight in terms of deciding who's going to be the starter in the fall? Yeah, spring spring's huge. You know, um, we definitely we, we're going to grade every practice and see where we at. Uh, man, it's crazy because you, you, you feel like you're in a good spot during spring and then you get to summer and, and the growth you make over the summer is, is, is huge. And then, man, we're ready for the, the scrimmage. And then you go to scrimmage and you watch it back and like, dude, we got a long way to go. I didn't think we would, had this, you know. And then the jamboree comes and it's the same thing. And then you're finally catching your groove, man. You know, you're hoping to catch it, you know, somewhere around that third week going in the district and stuff like that. I mean, so there's always growth, and we, we steady grading positions and trying to do what's best for the team. Um, but, yeah, man, spring spring will be big with, with, with the learning curve. You know, I kind of see spring as a learning curve to try to, you know, get them caught. A lot of them kids, like we say, hadn't played. So getting that learning curve caught up, you know, even like, like a guy like Patrick last year, you know, it's just still, you know, you take a, a lot of time away, you know, from, from November until May. So it, it's just – it's like almost starting back from scratch almost. You know, you got to reinstall stuff. And if we slice blocking, you know, make sure you're hitting him on his upfield shoulder so he don't spill it, you know. So it's all little things like that. It's, it's spring to me, man, tech, technique and, and, and trying to cut down the learning curve heading in the summer so um, we can do less thinking in the summer and, and, and more playing fast. And then it kind of, you know, as you get into the fall, same thing. You know, now it's less thinking and, and we're playing fast and we're being physical. We don't have to worry about, you know, what I have if, if we call – you know, rain or something like that. So, uh, yeah, man. So, so I hope I feel like we'll be in a good spot. We got a long way to go, and but like I said it's an exciting time because there's a lot of new faces. So let's let's talk about this. You know, like let's say I don't know how many kids you guys got on the roster. Let's say it's eighty. Um, do you guys kind of make a, a a mental note or you know maybe like a projection of like okay we're at eighty now, but we know you know probably you know. 8% of these guys or, you know, maybe eight guys or 10 guys are not going to survive the summer or not going to survive the spring. Like, do you guys make those projections or it's just, Hey, we're going to just try to figure it out. And, and, you know, day by day. 
No, we do. You know, we, we definitely do. We had uh, we had seventy nine that uh that signed up to come out. Um, something new we're doing this year that that we haven't done in the past. And me and coach, it was kind of something that we did at EA, and I, I mentioned it to him, and he thought it was a great idea, so we ran with it. We're actually going to bring up some eighth graders to practice with us. So we'll have six from LCO, and we'll have six from Golden Meadow, who uh, who are actually coming up and going to actually suit up and uh, and, and practice. So. Um, which, which is exciting, too, because, you know, we got a lot of talent coming from the middle schools this year and, and the next year and, you know, for the foreseeable future, for, you know, from what you can see. So, but, yeah, man, absolutely. You, you got 79 that signed up plus the, you know, the 12, so it puts you a little over 80. But you're looking, we said the other day, if you got 79 signed up, you're probably going to be around 60, you know. Yeah. Um, just uh, some of them ain't going to even come out for spring. You know, they signed up because their buddy went to office, so they signed up too, or it, was, it sounded like a good idea. And then, oh, wait, I got to I gotta stay at the school till 530? I'm not, you know, that really ain't my jam. So you, you, you'll lose some, and then when the summer hits and they got, you got to go and look, it's hard, you know. Sometimes you don't want to go in the summer at 7 in the morning. You'd rather go fishing or something. So, uh, you know, you, you lose some there. So you're looking around the 60 mark. Uh, I'm looking to have maybe 35 freshmen on the team. So uh, it puts you a little bit over the 90 mark for a program, which, you know, I think in, in a 4A, 4A school, I think that's, 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 that's a lot of kids, it, it, you know, and, uh, and you'll lose some from freshman. you lose some from freshman to, to their sophomore year. You know, they, they did it, and, it, man, it's just not for me. So you lose them as well, you know. So, um, you know, hopefully, man, we can have around a sit going into, the, you know, into week, you know, Jamboree week one, uh, varsity, JV-wise, if we can have around 60, to 70 I, I think we're in pretty good shape you know obviously you want more uh, around the 70 number but um you know i think we'll be fine with the numbers good deal man look thanks so much for the time good luck to the golfers the rest of the day okay man thank you man appreciate it yep that is coach bj young doing a wonderful job i thought that was a fascinating answer when he's talking about his roster numbers and the math that they do and the projections you know like i'm a numbers dude you know i like to say okay well you know, I should be expecting a 4% increase in this or, you know, a 5% decrease in that. So it was kind of cool to hear him figure out how they break down the roster and how they figure all those things out. It's play-by-play. Play. Let's catch a break when we get back. We'll talk the NBA playoffs. We'll get to Turtle. We'll also get our um, our mailbag questions answered. We're having a great show. We've got betting picks. We were 2-1 and one yesterday. Oh, man, a lot going on, but it's a fun Wednesday here on KLEB. We'll be right back after this break. It's Ram Truck Month at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams. Long-lasting new pickups are their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. 3T Oil Change is an efficient quick loop service that offers oil changes for gas and diesel engines, brake tags, tire sales and services, engine and cabin air filters, bulb replacement and wiper blades with the convenience of a drive through No appointment necessary. 3T Oil Change on Main Street and Cutoff. Call 798-7401. Proud supporter of South LaFouche Sports. 3T Oil Change says, Go Tarpons! 
pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective. Guaranteed. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. You may think every weather app is the same until you see Weatherbug over deliver on so many layers. With more free map layers than any other weather app, Weatherbug warns you the moment lightning strikes near you, prepares you for your commute with road conditions, routes, and even cameras. With everything from pollen and air quality to severe storm risks, radar, and satellite coverage, Weatherbug prepares you for the unpredictable. Download the Weatherbug app, trusted by over 10 million users, today for free. Welcome back to Play by Play. Casey Gisclair here. And oh, about yeah, 10 or so minutes, we'll go to Taylor Griffin, talk with him. Then we'll get to your mailbag. We'll get to your betting picks. But we're talking some NBA in this segment here of the show. Um, yesterday, three games. All won by the home team, all won by the better-seeded team. No real big surprises. Actually, one of my betting picks on my Patreon was a three-way parlay with all of these teams winning. You get the Heat getting a 97-94 win. Series clinching win over the Hawks. They win 4-1. to You get the Grizzlies going up 3-2 to over Minnesota, 111-109 in a thriller. And then you get the Suns beating the heck out of the Pelicans, 112-97. to They go up three games to two. And where I want to lead off with this is, um, you know, sometimes when you are in the middle of a draft or in the middle of a free agency period or an offseason, you take for granted how big or important decisions that you make could end up being in the long term. Last night as I'm watching the NBA playoff games, I'm thinking to myself, A, the Memphis Grizzlies are in great position going forward. They've got young dudes. They play with vibe. They got great character. And the Pelicans really could use John Morant. That was my take. The Pelicans could really, like, how good would this team be if they wouldn't have flushed that number one overall pick down the toilet and picked Zion Williamson has no interest in being in New Orleans and would have taken John Morant instead. Last night, Morant goes for 30, 13 rebounds, 9 assists, He had one of the best in-game dunks in the history of the NBA, which ignited a comeback. They were down double digits at the time, ignited a comeback. He makes the game winner with the game tied at 109. John Moran is a dog. He is an absolute monster of an NBA player, and he should be a Pelican. He should be a Pelican. The Pelicans instead went the easy route, even though myself and other guys were screaming, take the guard, Zion's going to get hurt, take the guard, Zion's going to get hurt. They took the easy route. They went with the flashier player, the guy who had more marketability at the time, 
and they paid for it. New Orleans loses 112 to 97 last night, and make no mistake about it. What the Pelicans are doing right now is incredible. They're without their most marketable star player, and they're challenging the number one seed in the NBA. And I get it. Devin Booker's out. If he would be available, this series would already be over. I get it. But the Pelicans are playing with so much life and so much pizzazz and so much spark. It's inspiring to see the effort with which this team gives Willie Green every game. But they're one piece short. And that one piece is playing for Memphis. C.J. McCollum's playing point guard right now for New Orleans. He's naturally a two. If you were to have Morant on this roster right now, you would start Ja at the one, McCollum at the two, Ingram at the three, Herb Jones at the four, Valanchunas at the five. You would have scoring. You would have a point guard slasher distributor. You'd have scoring on the outside with Ingram and McCollum. You would have Jones, who'd be the stretch four, you know, hybrid defender who could guard every position. You got Valanchunas in the paint. That's one of the best teams in basketball, bar none. And I get it. Zion could come back and he could, you know, add a lot of the things that we're talking about. He could come in and take Jackson Hayes' spot in the starting lineup, whatever it may be. But I still prefer a dominant all star guard over a dominant all star power forward any day of the week. Power forwards make two pointers, and in Zion's case, is not very good on defense. He'll give up as many as he scores. John Morant will score 25, and he'll create almost 30 points of offense with his passing game, his ability to create, his ability to get assist. So that was the most upsetting thing for me last night. It was not just that the Pelicans lost. I expected them to lose. I picked them to lose. They were not going to win Game 5 in Phoenix after the way that the Suns had kind of talked about the officiating and everything of the sort. It was the fact that, man, while this team is so much fun and they've done so much good, they could and probably should be so much better if not for one critical mistake that I think is going to shake this franchise for a long, long time. A couple things about Phoenix. Phoenix gets the 112-97 to win yesterday. Chris Paul gets 22 points, 11 assists. Mikhail Bridges scored 31. DeAndre Ayton had 19 and 9 rebounds. The Suns had better figure out, if they want to win the world championship, and they have aspirations of doing that, they, they want to win the world championship, they got to figure out ways to start playing defense without fouling. The Suns have put the Pelicans on the free throw line a ton in this series. 35 more times last night. And they don't get to the free throw line a whole lot. On the flip side to that, the Suns only shot 20 free throws in the game. If you want to win the championship, you got to get some easy stuff. And the Suns give up too much easy stuff, and they don't get enough easy stuff of their own. So if Phoenix wants to win it all, they're going to have to figure out a way to get to the line. Um, you just can't you can't get outshot by 17 or 18 at the charity stripe in these big high-stakes games and expect to win it all. Not when you're facing the Warriors, not when you're facing, you know, the Bucks or whoever in the NBA Finals if you get there. Phoenix is going to have to clean that up. Now, what do I expect from New Orleans in game 6? I think they're going to play with their hair on fire. They do every game. It's going to be a matter of if they could create enough offense to make it happen. Because yesterday, if not for the free throws, this would have been a 35-point game. 
when the Suns are locked in defensively, they're going to make it hard on McCollum. They're going to make it hard on Ingram. They're going to make both of those guys inefficient. Then when that happens, the Pelicans have nothing else offensively because they don't have that guy who can make everyone else better by his penetration and his distributing. That's what Chris Paul's doing for the Suns. He's making Mikhail Bridges and Aiton better players, even in the absence of Booker. The Pelicans don't have that guy who could create to that level. But you know what? The Memphis Grizzlies do, and his name is John Morant, and he's a guy who probably should be a Pelican. Miami gets the win, 97-94. Big concern there with Jimmy Butler going down. I talk about this a lot, and we'll be brief because we've got to go to Taylor on the phone lines. Talk about this a lot. There's so many injuries in the NBA playoffs, and I truly believe, maybe I'm wrong. God knows I'm wrong often. I think that guys just get hurt in the playoffs because they loaf so damn much during the regular season that when it's time to actually start to buy in and play hard in the postseason, their bodies are not conditioned for it. Like, you look around the league right now, okay, Booker went down injured. Yesterday, Ingram had a small injury. He's dealing with a pinky thing. Embiid is is beat up. Jimmy Butler is beat up. For the life of me, I think right now James Harden is playing injured. There, you know, Luka Doncic, now this was before the postseason, but Luka Doncic went down. Uh, Caruso for the Bulls went down. Like, I feel like we see more injuries, by far more injuries per game in the playoffs than the season, and I truly believe it just because dudes, because of, oh, load management, I'm not going to play today. I, I want a day off. And just loafing through the season doesn't have these guys conditioned and ready for whenever it's time to play at a world-class level. We see it every year. We see it every year. Guys go down, and it ends up shaping the landscape. Hell, the Milwaukee Bucks won the championship last year because of injuries to other teams. The Nets would have swept the Bucks in that series if Kyrie and James Harden didn't go down. They both went down, and the, the Bucks ended up winning the series in seven and ended up, ended up you know winning it all. But injuries are just such a, an interesting thing to follow in the playoffs, and it often isn't necessarily the best team. It's just the team that survives the grind, which I guess in today's day and age in the NBA, that makes you the best team. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we'll go to the turtle. Taylor Griffin will be joining us talking some tarpon baseball. We'll be talking some NBA and everything in between. It's play-by-play. Here on KLEB. We'll be right back after this break. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. It's Ram Truck Month at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams. Long-lasting new pickups are their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates on auto insurance, but what does that mean? Surprising. This often means something comes out of nowhere, like finding that $20 bill in your dryer. Great? Well, obviously, great means superior. Rates? Simply what one pays in exchange for something. And in this case, that something is State Farm being there when you need them most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. When you want the real deal, call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios in Cutoff. 
Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne building materials. First, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for trusting us to help serve you in these trying times of post-storm recovery, and thank you for your patience during our expansions. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Thibodeau Regional Health System was recently named one of the nation's 50 top cardiovascular hospitals by IBM Watson Health. This award for delivering the best quality and most cost-effective heart and vascular care is important. Why? Because high-quality heart care close to home is not only convenient, it's life-saving. When it comes to matters of the heart, choose the experts at Thibodeau Regional. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB 102.7, 1600 AM. We go to the phone lines for our second call and guest of the day. That is our partner here on Coastal Broadcasting. Taylor Griffin does so much to help us out. Uh, and there's also you know, going to be doing some PA for the Tarpon Baseball Series this weekend, from what I understand. Turtle, good afternoon, my friend. How are you? Hey, doing good. How about yourself, Case? Good, buddy. Uh, exciting time. Everybody's fired up about the Tarps. They're moving to a best-of-three weekend series against Warren Easton. Maybe catch a little bit of a break there, get the upset. You know, Baseball is a crazy game, so they'll not have to play Karen Crow. They'll play an Easton team that they beat decisively earlier this year. Partner, man, it looks like things are lining up for the Tarpons to maybe make a little run here. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Things are looking good. Things are looking on the up-and-up for the Tarps. Um as you said, uh, you know, just you're just happy to be in the playoffs at this point, and whoever comes, you know, next man up, we'll, we we got to play, we got to play whatever cart we were dealt. Well, uh, kind of looks like we were dealt a pretty sweet hand, and uh, it's time to capitalize on it, man. I'm I'm really excited about this weekend series with uh, Warren Easton. Hopefully, it's a two and zero, and start thinking about the next one. So, talk to me about this, and if you were Coach Gitros, I, you know, what would you say? And what I mean by that is, okay, I was at the game Monday. And they win five to two, but there wasn't a whole lot of juice there. Like usually, Tarpon baseball is a guy gets a double, he's pointing to the dugout, he's screaming, he's pumping his chest, like he's going nuts. There wasn't a whole lot of that. Usually, Tarpon baseball is Josh Pierce strikes out the side, he's like he's on fire coming off of the mound, you know, going crazy, storming into the dugout. And I talked to players after the game, and they said, "Man, we just didn't have energy today. I don't know why." Dusheremi said, "You know, we didn't bring it." Josh Pierce said, "You know, hey, it just didn't feel like a playoff game." And I, I speculate it's because they thought going in, hey, we got this. We're playing a number 26 seed. We got this. Well, now you're going to the next round and you're playing another team that, hey, quite frankly, you're probably going to think, hey, if we play well, we've got this. So if you're Coach Gitros, what are you telling the guys to let them know, hey, man, we can't take anything for granted going forward? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it, it's it's a it's a mean, angry 
pump-up speech. It's a, it's a, hey, you you guys have done nothing yet. Your record means nothing. Your nice little streak you went on means nothing. It's There are 16 teams left with an equal opportunity to win state. How bad do you want it? I mean, that's it's as simple as that at this point. There's no let's maybe – you know, pull this back and save it for this or save it for that. Let's play conservative. No, it's foot on the gas. I'll go from here on out. And and that's how it should have been going into the first round. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, you know, the game started at four. I got there a little late, you know, and for some, for some weird reason, the game flew by. It was a sixth inning, you know, at a uh, 10 after five. <laughs> uh, I get there and, uh, yeah, i you could you could smell it in the air right away. It just the juice the juices weren't flowing. Something was off. But man, these uh they were fortunate to get away with that one. You know that that should have been a dominant win. But you know hopefully uh, hopefully some of these guys are listening or to go listen to the replay. Like you, you guys got a freaking fight. It's time to wake up because uh you know your next game could be your last. I mean yeah I realize it's a three game series, but you know your next series could be your last. You can't can't uh can't hold any punches here. Now, with that having been said, you, you did survive it. And, you know, on the flip side to that, you know, you got Karen Crow, who's on the opposite end of the bracket, who didn't survive it. So, Coach Guitros kind of said, hey, you never apologize for getting an opening round winner, go home win. So, yeah, while, you know, we could, you know, bellyache, oh, you got to be better, you got to be better. They did survive in advance, and that's the name of the game in the playoffs. And they did, and they did. And then, you know, after the angry pump up speech is over, you, you know, you find some positives. You don't you don't want to leave anyone, you know, down or hanging their heads. And uh, you say, hey, as bad as we played, as bad as it looked, as lazy as y'all appear to be out there, we got the win. We achieved the goal. We took a step forward. wasn't as big of a step as we wanted to take, but we got to keep moving forward. That's that's the approach you got to take. So yeah, you're right. There is some positive. They got the win. They hopefully learned. And, you know, they could take that experience and say, man, we, we better, you know, we better not do that again. We we got to we gotta come harder. You know, it's simple as that. Dude, it's crazy. And, and Coach Kyle and I were talking about this a couple of days ago is that, you know, football hosts a playoff game. Girls basketball goes on a run. Boys basketball hosts a playoff game. Baseball's going on a run. Softball made the playoffs. Volleyball made the playoffs. There are some prolific track athletes who are going to state. There are some prolific tennis athletes who are going to state. Golf has a kid who's got a shot to win the state championship individual, and the team has a chance to qualify. I can't think of a time when the South LaFouche Athletic Department was as good as it was this year. And I say that being like we're in April, so we're not going to get to see many of these seniors compete ever again. What a senior class the class of 22 was. Absolutely incredible. Uh, how'd swimming do this year? They Great. Really Great. Yeah, I forgot them. They, they had some state champions, and, yeah, they were incredible as well. I'm, think, I'm glad you mentioned them. I thought, I thought so. I thought so. I don't think we've ever had a bad year of swimming, but uh, yeah, this uh, overall, this in, this class, this this athletic year, like my goodness, this. I mean, you just want to talk wins and losses and win percentage and excitement and playoff appearances and achieving goals. I mean, is it, could this possibly be the most dominant overall athletic class? in the history of South Lafouche. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I can't remember in my lifetime ever so much success completely across the board. Like, we didn't have a bad sport. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. I, I, as you're saying that, I'm trying to think of someone who had kind of an off year. There was not any. You know, they, everybody was rolling and cruising and playing at such a high level. Now, 
Let's talk about the NBA playoffs for a second. The Pelicans fall behind three to two. And I was talking in the last segment of the show is that, you know, look, man, you got so many young dudes and they're playing hard and they're competing. And while you're you're likely not going to win the two in a row and beat Phoenix, and who knows, they may do that, but you're, that's not likely not going to happen. It still is amazing to see the effort and the intensity these guys play with. They're not always executing well. They're not always making shots, but they're always giving Willie Green everything that they've got. And guys like Alvarado and, you know, Herb Jones, and these are gritty, gutsy players, and I think that the city's going to buy into what they're selling for a long time if they they could keep those guys in row. Yep, yep, I, I totally agree, man. Uh, Pelicans basketball is on fire. And, uh, you know, if you, re- if you really think about it, I mean, th- this is I mean, this is a very big reach. This is a big what if. But, I mean, you know, they – they might not get the, they might not beat the Suns right here. And this, I mean, think about how much the Pelicans have accomplished since you know since the All Star break, since since CJ McCollum, since they came together and really started going. If this Pelicans team was like this from the beginning, I mean, this isn't even a first round matchup. This is like, I mean, this is probably a one versus four second round matchup with us being the four seed facing the Suns. I mean, it's. It's crazy to think how good this team is just on such short notice. I mean, if, if they would have had an entire season together with this, with you know, this this attitude, this intensity, this, you know, it's uh, this this first round that we watch and it, it it's it's barely real because you know they they barely snuck in, but they're uh they're way way better than an eight seed. It's just you know unfortunate that season ends in eighty two games. It's not a 160 where you could completely turn it around and you know end up hosting a playoff series by this point it's uh it is what it is but man you, you're right the, the the only negative thing that could come out of this is uh you know if alvarado and and herb you know they they, they keep developing that somebody's going to offer them some bigger yep. money they may end up somewhere else yeah no you're exactly right that's going to be a big they're going to have to crunch a lot of those numbers and, and try to figure that out Taylor, I'm going to do my mailbag in the next segment of the show, but I'm going to share one of the questions that I was asked with you because I'm curious to your answer. Um, the question from the the listener is, who's the best non-South Lafouche high school athlete that you've ever seen play, either as a fan or coached against or as a, a played against, wherever it may be? What what would your answer be? Oof. Oh, man. I feel like I need about 10 minutes to overthink and jog all the <laughs> memories together. Oh. Uh, Man, man. For me, for me, it's either Perilou or Javante Smart. They were both amazing. Okay. Um, yeah, watching Perilou is up there. I get, I'm assuming we're talking in person at a South Lafouche event. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, don't have to. You know, if you're at the top 28 watching two random teams, that counts too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Ryan Perlu on the football field was just ridiculous and special. And, uh, you know, playing against DJ Augustine on the basketball court, hey, that, no. uh, that's, that, that dude was nasty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't he still in the league right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's still in the league. Very much I so. so. I thought so, yeah. I mean, we talking uh, – that was – a summer team camp in 2005. We're talking two months before Katrina hits and disassembles all of New Orleans and Brother Martin, who was sure to be three-peating. Uh, yeah, that's we we got them. That that was that was one of his last games as a Brother Martin Crusader. You know that it was a summer league game, but good lord, that was 
I mean, he's right there with Perry Lewis as far as just impressive, dominant athleticism. But uh, you know, you want to take overall what he's continued to do and is still doing to this very day. I, I got to put DJ Augustine at the top. How about this one? We we both saw Laron Landry at Hanville. He was incredible. Now he, of course, in Torpen Lord got thrown out of a game down the bayou as well. But Laron Landry was another interesting one that I think a lot of people don't talk about. Yeah, he was. He was, man. He was he was nasty. But uh yeah, when you when you get thrown out of a game and the momentum sways your way and th- you know, that you just you tend to not give him as much credit cuz yeah, he was awesome, but but we beat him. You know, that's why I didn't think of Paralou first because yeah, he was fantastic, but you know, after he left, the Tarpons went from uh 1 and 9 to 2 and 9 that night. So, you know, Paralou's not that impressive anymore, you know. Yeah, no, uh, I totally understand that. Yeah, but uh oof. I'm trying to think of some other athletes, man. Uh, watching Perry Stevenson in the top 28 for Northside High, he went on to go play at Kentucky. I mean, it's, he was he was very impressive too. Um, ah, man, I'm drawing a blank. Bo Jones. Bo the, Jones, at, yes, at yes. The time, at the time, that 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 was something special. I'm glad you brought him up, dude, because I forgot the name. And the whole time I'm thinking, man, who's that guy? And as soon as you said, yeah, Bo Jones, was, he was the dude, bro. Whenever we were in school, he was the dude. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Awesome. Well, look, man, I'll give you a week to think on it. We could revisit this next Wednesday. Thanks so much for the time, buddy. We'll see you over the weekend, okay? Yes, indeed. Have a good one, man. And uh, go Tarps, and God bless America. Yes, sir. That is Taylor Griffin doing a wonderful job, as always. Curious to hear what names he comes up with. Bo Jones, boy, that was out. I the whole time we're talking, I'm like, man, who's that damn pitcher for Destrehan? Bo Jones. No one could hit him. He was throwing in the 90s or whatever it may be. He was lights out on the mound. He was a uh, one of the do. He was the Paralu of baseball during my high school days. Bo Jones was incredible. I saw uh, what's his name? Um, Robert Williams at the top 20s in the NBA now. Uh. Let's see. I talked about Javante Smart. He was incredible. Um, man, there, Ryan Perlou, Laron Landry, Trey Quinn is one too. The Tarpons played him his senior year, and I remember Coach Dennis Gaines, who was the head football coach at the time, said, "Nothing beats you deep." The first play of the game, play action. Quinn beats him deep. The coverage is there, like they were running stride for stride, but they get burned. But Trey Quinn just goes up and says, you know what? Hey, I'm an LSU athlete. I'm an NFL athlete, and you're not, and makes an amazing play and goes and brings it down. Elijah McGuire was very good. Justin Williams in baseball was very good. Greg Robinson, offensive lineman, uh, knows had some legal issues as of late, but put all of that to the side because when he was in high school and in college, he was an animal over at Thibodeau High School. So there have been many. There have been so many that we could choose from and talk about. And over the summer, guess what? We're going to tell a bunch of those stories, and we're going to break down a lot of those things. We have a lot of episodes planned to kind of reminisce and share some of our local history. Let's catch a break. When we get back on Play by Play, we'll get to your mailbag. You're listening to KLEB, and we'll answer your questions in the next segment of the show. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. 
New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you. And load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. If I were a baseball player, this would be my walk-up music. The Hulk Hogan theme song always gets me fired up on play-by-play. We want to thank our sponsors for allowing us to be here. We're fired up. We've got 20 minutes to go. Ashley Barrios, State Farm Agent and Cutoff, Southland Dodge and Homa, Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Dufresne Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Rouse's Markets get Rouse's Louisiana Crawfish hot from the pot 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. seven days a week at Rouse's Markets Tastes Like Home. Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafourche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. And 3T Oil Change, home of the drive through oil change. And if a Tarpon player hits a home run this weekend, truck has already said... Your oil change is on coastal broadcasting, so swing for the fences as Buddy Miller laughs into the microphone. Join us for high school varsity baseball coverage, sponsored in part by State Representative Joseph Ogeron, District 54, Good Earth Cattle Company, Thibodeau Regional Health Systems, Matt Adams Land and Property Management, Golden Motors, State Form Agent Ashley Barrios, Dufresne Building Materials, Rouse's Markets, 3T Oil Change, District Attorney Christine Russell, and buzz off. Friday, the Tarpons will be taking on Warren Easton game one of a best of three series. Man, that's always a good thing whenever you're reading your sponsor list and you're out of breath at the end of it, but that means we sold the heck out of baseball. So good job to our business community and to our folks here who are selling these games. So now we move to our Wednesday mailbag. And if you want to send us a question, you could find me at on Twitter at Casey underscore Jisclair. Email me, JustClareCasey at gmail.com. Send me a message on Facebook Messenger. However the heck you want to get a hold of me, 
and send me your question. The first question comes from a listener who wants to know, Casey, is there any chance the Pelicans come back from 3-2 down and win the series against the Phoenix Suns? Sure, there's a chance. You can win two games in a row. It's just not a very good one. Um, the Suns, I would say, probably have about a 96 97% chance to win the series if you were asking me for my prediction. But guess what? I would have thought that Karen Crow would have had a 96 or 97% chance to beat Warren Easton yesterday. And guess what didn't happen? So that's the beauty of sports is that the things that you think are going to happen sometimes end up not happening. So, yeah, I think that the Suns are the heavy favorite. But certainly we got to consider the fact that New Orleans could win two games in a row and could, uh, you know, shock the world and, and, and become the eighth seed who moves on in the NBA playoffs. Next question. Oh, this one's going to fire me up, so get ready. You often ask coaches, so let me ask you, what do you think of the LHSAA split? (laughs) Time for me to make some people angry. I know I'm the minority here, but I'm okay with being the guy who's the only person on one side of the room if I think that I'm on the right side of the room. I actually like the split. I do. I like it. And here's why. Let me preface this by saying that what I'm about to say is not intended to be a slight on private schools, nor an indictment, nor an allegation of any wrongdoing. Because they're operating under the rule book completely. But it is legal. The reason why I like the split is it is legal for a young man or young woman from here to go to a private school and be eligible to play outside of the area. Vanderbilt, E.D. White, CCA, uh, Homer Christian, John Curtis, Rummel, Jesuit, Shaw. W- w- you name the school. I'm not picking on any school. But it's illegal for a kid from here to go there and be eligible to play. But it's not legal for a kid from New Orleans to say, hey, I like Coach Chandler Guitros. I like his style. I'm going to send my kid to South Lafouche. That's not legal. And it, comp- it, it it completely creates a competitive disadvantage for the public schools. I get it. It's not just private schools. There are some public schools who don't have zoning restrictions in their parishes, and they're recruiting the heck out of everybody. Again, we're not talking about rule breaking here. I understand that recruiting and rule breaking is done by both sides of the table. But just purely in terms of how you draw your enrollment, it is legal for a private school to have players playing on their team from outside of their area, and it's not legal for public schools to do the same. I'm going to use... I'm going to make up a name of a school. This is not a real school. Um, Casey Justclare Academy... Let's say Casey Justclare Academy has just 10% of its enrollment from outside of its area. You might say, oh, just 10%. That's nothing. 10% of a baseball lineup is a starter and a pitcher. 10% of a football lineup is two starters. 10% of a basketball lineup is a player or two. And if you have that, you know, one or two guys here or there, gals here or there in different sports, it adds up and it becomes a competitive advantage. It becomes a competitive advantage. 
And if you're still having a hard time understanding or agreeing, maybe imagine it like this. Imagine if LSU were in the SEC and they were only allowed to sign and recruit players from Baton Rouge and New Orleans and nowhere else. But every other school in the SEC could sign whoever they wanted. The argument is always, oh, the public school still could win. They just got to, you know, they just got to you know, coach better and yada, yada. Yeah, if LSU only had to sign guys from New Orleans and Baton Rouge, yeah, they still could be good. They still could be very competitive. But it would be putting them at a big disadvantage to go against Alabama who could go get guys from everywhere around the world. And that's the argument. It's not apples to apples. It's apples to pomegranates. And that's why I like the split. Ideally, in a perfect world, would it all be back together? Yeah. But I don't know that you could ever fix it. So then there's always the question of, oh, the championships are watered down. There's so many blowouts in the playoffs. Oh, I hate this. Just make the playoffs smaller. That's all you have to do. Make the playoffs smaller and all this goes away. Baseball playoffs. Make it 24 teams. Make it 24 teams. And then no one's arguing. No one's complaining. There are no games where the opening round is 26 to nothing. There's none of that. Make it 24 teams. Shrink the playoffs. That's all you have to do to fix this. But I do like the split, and I'm sorry if that offends you. Just how I feel. It's not the same. It's not apples to apples. It's apples to pomegranates. And with that having been said, please, please hear me. I'm not alleging that by having a private school that has kids from outside of their zoning area play. I'm not saying that that's illegal. It's not. I know it's not. But they're playing in their deck with a couple more aces than their opponent is in the, in the big old same game of poker, and it's not right. It's not It's not the same. It's not the same. Just look at the sports that aren't in split and see who's winning the championships. I'll give you a hint, it ain't the public schools. Question three, what were your thoughts of the LSU spring game? I liked it. I thought LSU looked good. I think they've got I, – I don't think they actually have a quarterback competition. I think Miles Brennan's going to win that job. Jaden Daniels is behind the eight ball. Nussmeyer is a freshman. He's he's not better than Brennan. I think LSU was better at the line of scrimmage than I thought they would be. Still very talented at the receiver positions. The defensive line looked great. I've already told you guys, I think Brian Kelly's going to do wonderful. He's won everywhere he's been. Why wouldn't he win in Baton Rouge, which is going to be the easiest place to win that he's ever been. LSU's not going to win the championship next year, but in a couple years they'll be heavily in contention. And once he gets it built, they'll be heavily in contention every year. He's that type of coach. Question four. Do you think South Terrebonne has a shot over Neville this weekend? Absolutely, I do. Absolutely, I do. I think our local district is very good. I think South Terrebonne is underrated. I think South Terrebonne has had some bad luck along the way. If you're capable of playing a one-run game with Jesuit, if you're capable of playing a two-run game with Catholic of Baton Rouge, if you're capable of playing a one-run and then a two-run game with Vanderbilt, and then a one-run game with Assumption, and then a two-run game with Central Baton Rouge, you're capable of beating anybody. I get it. They lost every one of the games that I just told you. But maybe in baseball luck, that trend is going to start to turn around here. The Gators could play with anyone that they line up with. Their defense is excellent. Their offense may be a little bit lacking. Their pitching's still pretty good. 
They're scrappy. They're very well coached. And more important than that, they're going to go up to Monroe this weekend and believe that they could win. And that's big. In high school, that's big. So, yes, I absolutely think South Terrebonne could beat Neville. And I'll go. I'll do you one better. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, if I'm doing next Monday's show saying South Terrebonne beat Neville, I wouldn't be shocked by that. That wouldn't lead off the show because they're just that type of program. When they beat anyone, you're not surprised by it. Two more. Question five. Do you think the Saints might make another trade tomorrow? I'll answer that one quickly. No. I think they're going to pick at their two spots aligned. <laughs> I think they'll take a receiver, and I think they'll take – a defensive player. I don't think they're going to go offensive line in round one. I know that that's surprising to some. As I said yesterday, it's too obvious. And the last question, question six, what does LSU have to do to host state an NCAA baseball regional? Um, stop losing the UNO like they did yesterday. That would be a good start. But all petty jokes aside, um, probably get to 18 SEC wins and maybe make a little noise in the SEC tournament. They're 10 and 8 right now. So to get to 18, they would have to go 8 and 4 coming home. You do that, you win a game or two in Hoover. You'll, you'll be hosting. They're 27 and 13 right now, 10 and 8 overall in conference. You'll be hosting if you do that. And I think it's a big weekend for the Tigers playing Georgia at home. Georgia's solid, but not invincible. You take two out of three there. I think you'll really start to gather some momentum. So thanks to everybody for the questions. Let's catch a break. We're kind of up against the clock here. You're listening to Play by Play. I've got betting picks for you all out of this break. We were 2-1 and one yesterday. We're going to try to stay hot. There are a few of these games that I really like. We'll be right back on KLEB. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Since 1948, that's 74 years, Hilaria Brothers has been in the commercial fishing and shrimping supply business, stocking large selections of 12-volt electrical and hydraulic single and double drum winches, and hydraulic motors with brakes, beltless clutches, and pumps with brackets. They also carry hydraulic stainless steel skimmer winches, hydraulic valves, and hydraulic steering for up to 65-foot boats. Also a huge assortment of crab traps and crab trap wire, stocking nylon plastic and knotless webbing. You heard about that new webbing, Platina, Knotless Dyneema, Alera Brothers also stocks shark tail netting that's reinforced with stainless steel wire. They stock four different sizes of galvanized stabilizers, also stocking a large variety of fiberglass cloth, including resin gel coat and other supplies needed for fiberglassing. Lost an anchor? Alera Brothers stocks anchors from 5 pounds to 100 pounds. Visit Alera Brothers before the season begins. That's Alera Brothers, 894 Avenue A, West Wego, online at alariobros.com. Do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. 
We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Rock and I with some tie tribute to round out our show here on Play by Play. We want to thank BJ Young for his time. BJ Young, we do a good job, BJ and I. You know, we have him on regularly, but like we don't just do the same interview every time. Like, oh, coach, how's your offseason going? Oh, coach, you know, tell us about your roster. Like, we do a good job of kind of diversifying what we ask him about, and then he does a great job answering in in ways that are very interesting and it sparks follow-up questions and so we enjoyed his interview, and then we always have a great time with Turtle. This is the reason why we have him on. We could talk with him about anything. Um, dude knows so much about like stuff that happened when we were in school in the 2000s and remembers you know, the guys and who he played against and who he coached against. And We're going to use Turtle a lot this summer to try to you know, tell some stories and, and you know, do all those different things to try to, you know, I, I, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. I think it was last week. Like if you don't, like history is a flower. If you don't water it, it dies. If you don't tell everybody about it and share the stories, it goes away. And, and I don't want that to happen. The hurricane for me was a big eye opener is that we got these history, you know, relics and everything locked away in libraries. And if you don't protect those things and replicate those things, well, when the storm comes in, it all goes away. So I want to get on record a, a file that's not going to disappear these great athletes of our past telling their stories and talking about things and topics that people will be interested in. And I'm so excited over the summer. Look, I'm excited. I hope the Tarpons win the state championship in baseball. That'll give us so much content. But when we get into the summer and it's kind of the quote unquote boring time, we'll have all of those stories to share. We've got betting picks for you all. The first one today, I'll give you the Astros minus 118 money line against the Rangers. Same thing as yesterday. The Astros are better than the Rangers. This shouldn't be near even money. I don't know what Vegas is doing. Um, they're just messing these lines up. Astros with Javier on the mound today are going to outscore Texas. Houston's a far better club than the Rangers are. We hit it yesterday. We're going to hit it again today. The Astros are going to go up 2-1. In that little four-game regular season series, give me Houston to take care of business in that one. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, I like... See, here's here's the challenge I run into, right? I, I, I get I, I give picks away on Patreon and then I give picks away here, but I don't want to give my Patreon picks away for free on the it's a big struggle. I like the Brewers today as a uh, to cover the one and a half run line against the Pirates. The Brewers are playing well, the Pirates aren't any good. I think the Brewers are gonna go out and win a five to two tie ball game. They're gonna cover the run line. Give me Milwaukee. And then in the NBA today, I like the Bucs to cover the 12. 12's a lot. 12's a lot. But the Bucs have been beating the Bulls badly in their gym with Caruso and Zach Levine. Without them, the Bulls won't be able to score at all. And the Bucs, I think, are going to put it on them. I think the Bucs are going to win this one 110-90 to 90 type thing. I think they'll cover the 12. So those are our three picks. Brewers to cover the run line. Astros to cover the money line. 
Bucks to cover the 12 as a favorite. Those are the ones that we like today. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank Truck for his time earlier in the show. Our listenership has grown. We've surpassed 12,000 downloads since we've started. So that's 12,000 times someone has downloaded a show to their phone. That's unbelievable. We've got more than 100 subscribers, which means that's more than 100 people who have made the decision to get every episode sent directly to their phone. That's humbling. That's inspiring. Seeing this list of baseball sponsors here, all the wonderful companies that have joined our team, that's humbling. That's inspiring to know that, you know, I hear the talk in the conversation all the time. Oh, man, since the storm, like down the bye, it doesn't feel the same. It is what you make of it. And if you rally the right people together, you build a thing that is powerful or more powerful than you realize it ever could be. And that's the thing I love the most about this place is that while we may be on our heels at times, while we may get our butts kicked by a hurricane or we may struggle with asinine uh, legislation on the oil and gas industry at the top in, in, in the federal government in Washington, D.C., there's a core group of people here that are in it for the right reasons. And if you get them to buy in, we can and we will do things powerful beyond measure. We're building that team here. We're building that team with the newspaper. Me personally, I'm making connections and friendships, and it's inspiring. It truly makes you feel and believe like, hey, man, anything we want to accomplish, we could get accomplished. So thanks to everybody for all that. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow, our Thursday show. We'll be talking, I think, to Stan tomorrow. We'll be talking some more baseball, previewing the weekend. We'll preview the NFL draft heavily tomorrow. So we've got a lot to look forward to. You've been listening to Play by Play. This is Casey Jiskler signing off. May God bless you and your families. Have a great rest of the day. Soak in some of this beautiful April Louisiana sun. Terrebonne General Health System Community Sports Institute is recognized for outstanding service and contributions to Terrebonne Parish. We provide a certified athletic trainer to every Terrebonne Parish high school. We also provide concussion baseline testing to over 